0: You know we had to do a podcast, right? What's your name, fat buddy? Yeah, of course, you were a food, what the hell? I'm not back, I'm big bomb. I'm gonna eat it. You owe me for what? I've got bigger titties than you did. Bullshit because nobody fucking had ease back at that point for a bigger guy. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I might be somebody's shot of whiskey. You can't think about, hey, I need to lose 100 pounds and think about winning that day. Fucking, I want a cheeseburger and a milkshake. What's up, fat leets, and welcome to episode 34 of the Fatboy Jiu Jitsu Podcast. How you been? Um, while I've been pretty much uh, indisposed lately, and I haven't um, recorded a podcast. I've been working hard at home, at work, um, and really trying to fine-tune that personal life, you know, now that we we are in our new home, um, trying to get everything situated and, and in a good place. And, it, and we're on track to do so, which is great. This past weekend, I had a hell of a snafu, and in the midst of fixing something that was a problem. Um, I caused an even bigger problem, which probably I lost like two days of work. Um, you know, all day Friday set and all day Saturday fixing, fixing this leak I created. Um, but now, you know, now that I got that fixed, I got a, get back to originally working on what I was supposed to be working on before the snafu. And in the meantime, um, let you guys know, like I've been so apprehensive about recording a podcast cause I'm trying to like set out a time and think, Oh, well I, you know, the podcast has to be this and this has to be a certain length. Um, or it's not going to be any good. Um, and the general consensus more so is you know it's I, it doesn't need to be that I'm, I'm you know maybe i'm trying to make it something that it doesn't need to be maybe i don't know but apparently it doesn't need to be as complicated as i'm making it but that being said i'm going to try to what well, what my thought is Is to do them a lot shorter and just, you know, possibly carry around my, my recording equipment. And, and I think I might've said this before, but just throughout the day, there's things that pop in my head. Somebody asked me a question about keto or how to do things in three days, in three days, I will be celebrating one year keto. Now you can go back and listen to that podcast and know that I had no idea what I was going to do. It was something that I jumped into because a coworker was jumping into and I was going to jump on her coattails because when I, when I started it, I didn't have this grand planned You know, I didn't have weeks of of meal plans planned out. I I barely had food in the fridge to, you know, to consider um, even going on keto. I just knew, shit, I got to, you know, eat all these fats, not eat any of these carbs, and go from there. Don't let me fool you. I'm not going to say it was the easiest, and it definitely wasn't the smartest um, thing to do um, going in there without a plan. Especially if you're not planning on doing research or, you know, if you're going to just make a, a dumb decision. And, and let me. S- so 100% of the time when I first started, I would be like, okay, well, what can I, that's keto. Um, and I would just start making meals and I, okay. So my go-to a lot of time was eggs and bacon. Who the fuck doesn't like eggs and bacon? And then I think early on, I don't know how early on it was. I wasn't I want to say it was in the first month, maybe in the, even the first couple weeks is when I found that fathead pizza crust. And to this day, I may have make two or three of those a week. I understand this may not work for any, everybody. Most people maybe don't want to eat the same food twice or maybe even three times a week for a year. And I completely understand that that's probably will get boring. What I don't understand is how people will go keto um, and start seeing not just benefits, feeling benefits, and then just revert back to eating like crap and I know a hundred percent of the time I'm guilty of that, and um, I'm not trying to talk, you know, about my whole cheat day philosophy or anything. I'm just talking about if you know you feel good eating these types of food, and you kind of feel shitty eating these types of food. Well, why would you? Why would you even entertain the shit food? And while maybe I haven't, so the podcast probably can reach more people than what email me daily um, or Facebook message me or PM me on Instagram, you know, tips, how to do this, what do I do, you know, when I'm doing this. Um, there's someone that I was having an interesting conversation with, with um, he started Keto And about a month in the first month, he said he started having night sweats. And that he may actually stop the diet because of it, I believe. I believe that's what he said. This a couple weeks ago. And he he reached out to me before he was gonna start keto, and then a couple weeks in when he was in keto and told me, Oh, listen. I think I'm going to stop because of the, these night sweats. Um, this this diet is making me have these night sweats. Well, I get night sweats too, and I have never, you know, in the in in the last, it's it, it, I don't remember them be before I started keto, but I don't know when they started. I just know recently they've started in, in – they weren't as bad in, in Fort Myers. And I don't know. It could be the – the, it could just be stress-related living in Orlando. Because up until like a week ago, I didn't have AC in the car I was driving. And 100% my fault. I was being lazy and not trying to replace a part. But anyways, I. I don't remember when they started – I know they started. They they started happening. Um, I originally thought it was when we moved back to to our condo. Um, the the way the return ducts uh, there was no return ducts in the second floor, and because of that, there was no real good air, air circulation at night when the um, when the house was getting cool, especially when you had the door closed. So it, it was a little bit warmer, and and then we couldn't really sleep with the fan on uh, due to the baby because she had us, you know, she sleeps in the room, not in, in the room with us, not on the bed, in, you know, in her crib, but in the room with us and, you know, with, with the baby, we don't want the fan on to make it colder and get her sick. So um, I started getting really, really sweaty to the point where there were some nights I would just... Opt to sleep on the floor because, you know, you'd get up to go piss, you'd come back, and the bed is like you—you you, you lay down on your back and you feel kind of just that cold sweat from the oh, is disgusting. Um, my wife, she was she's pissed because she's got a clean. She'll wake up one day and touch the fucking the 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 pillow and be like, "Just look at me," and give me this look of utter disgust and then throw the shit in the fucking washing machine. So it, for me, it happens right now. It's probably happened three times a week. My man, he said he, to him, he felt it it was the diet. His, he said his wife's, um, I believe she's a nurse, not a nutritionist, a nurse. Anyways, and that it probably is diet-based. And that he was going to jump off a of keto because of it. But in every other aspect of his life, it was working for him. Right? So this is an instance where I feel that, yeah, the diet, you know, it's it could be hard to stick to. But this is a no-brainer for me. I would rather feel... Amazing, one hundred percent throughout the day and whatever, and deal with these little night sweats that happen. Um, because you know what else? The, what what doesn't happen for me is the inflammation I would have walking up and downstairs, or the shortness of breath um, that I would have. Um, I don't. I don't feel my heart anymore, and. And I say that as in when I was heavier, I used to, I used to pay attention. I used to feel that muscle kind of like it was always under stress. And now my, I don't feel that. I don't feel that, that pain, that, that pressure I did, um, in my chest and fucking who knows, I might've been having heart attacks all the time. I don't know. I wasn't very good at going to the doctor. And speaking of which, I'm trying to set up an appointment. I've been trying to set up an appointment for the last two months. My old primary care doesn't want to, and the reason I bring this up is because I want to get um, blood work done because the last time I had blood work done was in October, three months into having started keto. So I got, and I definitely have three months before I started keto. Because that's when, um, if you recall, that's right around the time when um, my doctor was prescribing the Andrew Joe, And he refused to <laughs> prescribe anything but Andrew Joe, And I didn't want to get out of Andrew because my insurance wasn't covering it. Um, long story short, I just stopped it. And I stopped in due time because... The baby was um, a born in July, and I didn't want to start taking that anymore. And right before um, I started keto, my testosterone level was at uh, a two, like either it was two thirty eight or two fifty eight. The two and the eight, I'm pretty sure about the two and the eight. I don't know about the three or the five. So it's either two thirty eight or two fifty eight. Um, come October of last year, I redid the um the labs and now this was three months after keto. My testosterone went up to six six something. Raised. Almost 400 points, and all I had done was gone keto. Um, And by that point, I had the one-cheat day in in September. But uh, other than that, just been keto. Um, And that naturally just raised my testosterone. So right then and there, like, it sold me. And kind of that's what I mean. When, like, you see results, like I've seen, there's... I, I don't see where it's like, no, there's no benefit for me to to go back to start eating other shitty food. And then the amount of, I am overjoyed of the amount of people who have been paying attention and, and, and watching and, and, you know, and seeing what I'm doing and they're starting, you know, and I'm changing I'm changing two lives right now with friends who they've been friends. They're actually friends of my sister. Or, uh, you know that's how they I met them. Um, and they've been they've been married for over 20 years. But my sister and her have been friends for over 25. I want to say 30 years. Okay. Between 25 and 30 years and within the last eight weeks, they've watched me and they've seen what I've done in keto since last year. And they've jumped on a bandwagon and the bandwagon and, and they're doing and they're doing amazing. They're both. I think they're both down about 30 to 40 pounds or collectively um, 30 to 40 pounds. Um, and they said they feel amazing. Now. That like that right there drives me. It man, if I can do that for them and they're changing their lives, who's watching them? So, if they're watching me, fuck, like and and countless people email me or instant message me, private message me and they let me know that, you know, hey, It's because of how well I'm doing that they're willing to try this. And that is so fucking great because I legit, there's nothing special about me. Anybody can do this. If you're listening to me right now, you can do this. Now, I can tell you 100% what I eat when I, well, not because I don't write the shit down. But if I started logging what I eat. Um how much I ate when I eat and you followed that a hundred percent, you could probably see the same results I'm seeing. But that doesn't really help you in the fact that you don't know the not the process, I guess, but you know, if I can only show you if I only tell you this, 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 and this. What happens when this happens? You know, when, when this variable pops up, what can, what are you going to do there? And I mention this because several people get, you know, oh, Juan, fat boy, how do you do this? What do you do? Um, I eat this, 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 and this, blah, blah, blah. So then they come... Reach out to them a couple weeks later. Hey, what's up? How's keto going? Oh, I stopped that. Why'd you stop that? Well, I started doing this and this and, you know, so I didn't have this question or I didn't, you know, I didn't know about this. So then, and instead of kind of like researching, uh, they make the poor, poor decision. And then once you go down one poor decision, it's like, well, fuck it. I'll just... Uh, I'll do this and then I'll eat this and I'll start back up on Monday and that Monday never comes for some. It never comes many try to restart. Um, and you lose that momentum. Um, it's probably what, what I am, what I'm afraid of is if I were to stop, I'd probably get Maybe or maybe not depending on how because I've you know been fat adapted for so long, but I'll probably get keto flu again. I'm definitely afraid of fucking that again, that shit sucked, but now I know what to do in that situation, whereas when I first started i didn't know i didn't I wasn't taking in you know pink salt I wasn't making sure I was drinking you know tons more water No, i I didn't know this and i didn't I didn't ask those questions. Um, but had I researched a little more, man, I could have, I would have been able to find that so many people so quick to to throw up that, you know, Oh, um, I didn't know how, how delicious bone broth was and how good it can be. And I just mentioned bone broth and I just realized right this very instant, I have a coworker who made me some bone broth and I still, I think I still have a fucking Tupperware here in my house. And this must be a couple of weeks ago, son of a bitch. So my a hundred percent, my biggest advice to people is if they want to start keto is you kind of have to learn about it. You're, I mean, yes, you're going to be able to see what I see. You know, you see what I eat. You show, you know, you, you may see what I take pictures of or, or what uh, another keto person, uh, uh, another keto person takes pictures of or eats and all oh, you want, you're going to eat like this, you're going to eat like this. You see meals. You may not know why. Um, and I think that is more important. A hundred percent. That's going to be more important to your success is knowing why you're eating these things, you know, versus what to eat. And then if you're boring like me, you do bacon and eggs four times a week and then a keto pizza here and there and boom. You know, a year down the road, you're ninety-four pounds less too. Can you believe that? I am about I am about ninety-four pounds lighter than I was a year ago. Well, I am ninety four pounds lighter than I was a year ago. Ninety four fucking pounds, right? Since I started keto. Another 50 before I started keto. So, total, I've lost 148 pounds. I have lost 148 pounds, and I am still in the same weight division. Let's say that again. I have lost 148 fucking pounds, and I am still an ultra-heavy That being said, I am within you know 15-16 pounds of the next division. But for um for the IBJJF weight classes, ultra heavy starts at anything above 221. 221 and above is ultra heavy. 221 to like 207 is heavy or I'm sorry, super heavy. And then you can't be more than 207. You can't be more than 207 and a half to be heavy. And then next weight class is 194 and a half. And these are all with, with a gi. So you probably be like five or six, depending on your gi and what lightweight gi you're using. But two, so so I at least have to hit two twenty one so I can get in a lower weight class. But can you imagine losing a hundred and forty eight fucking pounds and still being in the same weight class? Yeah, I still I still don't believe it. I mean hell, I'm sitting in, in an office chair that I sat way back when. And my my right side And my left side would simultaneously touch the armrest because of my sheer size. And now I'm practically chilling in the seat. I can sit sideways with my feet over the edge and, and be completely fine. And there's things like that that I don't know. When I'm going to get used to, cause I still haven't, um, I walk into a store to buy some clothes. I still beeline it to the big and tall section, you know, the fact that I now wear an extra large shirt isn't like, it's one of the hardest things for me to compute because it's never it was never something that, that I knew. My life was, you know, size 50 pants and 3X shirts. Size 50 pants and 3X shirts was my life, and that's all it was going to be. I don't think that everybody who wants to try keto needs to do it. Um. well, let me rephrase that. I think everybody who wants to try keto needs to go in there knowing that that's what they're going to do and they've got to give it enough time. Just giving something a week or two weeks, um, especially keto, that's definitely not enough time to feel any benefit. Um, And this idea that you're going to early on Start keto for two weeks, and then get off for a day, and then try to kick back on. You're you're never gonna get. You're never gonna see any benefit. I mean, you have to dive in, and you have to go knowing this is what you're gonna do, and you got to give it a, a legitimate fucking shot. Um, otherwise, you're you're wasting time. You, and if you're going to be wasting time, you sure probably shouldn't be eating the amount of fats that you're, that like I'm consuming because let me tell you, somewhere around four or five tablespoons of butter a day is is amazing, but uh, you can't you can't not be doing keto and and, and do that because um, that's probably not going to end up end up very well for you. I've br- I've I've mentioned this previously. In another podcast. I don't remember which one. But Henner Gracie said it the best. Like. Make time. By not doing something else. And it. Fuck was a Henner heat on. I fucking. I fucked this up the last time too. I forget which which one it was. But. The notion is. You can make whatever time in the world. You know, this, this abstract, oh, I don't have the time for this. Yes, you do. Just stop doing something else that's not important to you. You know, do you have to watch? Actually, let me use me for an example. Do I have to play three or four games of Fortnite a night? No. I honestly, sit here and tell you I could probably record this two or three nights ago had I not been playing fortnite the last couple of nights, but then again, recording a podcast after I had caused what what at the at the moment felt like irreparable damage to to our home it it my mind wasn't right there it wasn't right, so I couldn't record, record a podcast so I think we have to spend more time thinking and consuming and, and not necessarily consuming but thinking about what we are going to consume and how we consume that and and drop necessar- some you know some things that are a little less important a little lower little things that are lower on the totem pole that you know naturally aren't that important you know spend the And and it's it's I sound so fuck. I feel like I sound so hypocritical. To talk, you know, it's so easy. Your diet can make you feel so much better, and 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 it sounds so fucking horseshit and and woo woo. But now now that I've lived it, it's it's so eye opening, and it's like yeah, it really does. It's so everybody should be telling like. Yo, do you know how easy it is to feel fucking great? Like, you don't, you don't need to feel like crap. You don't need to feel tired all the time. You don't need to feel, you don't need to feel constantly hungry. But it takes some work to do. Um, And I know that's, you know, sometimes I guess that's the hard sell is, yo, it's going to fucking suck. And, um. It does, but it sure is hell fucking worth it. And um, on that note, guys, thank you. That's the podcast. Um, I will be back before next week, and um, I'll definitely make uh, another podcast in a couple of days on the 28th. Um, when I celebrate my kidiversary with you guys. Take it easy. Have a good night. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fat Boy Podcast. Have a nice day.